0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker. And we appreciate you joining us today as we get to recap what was an incredible display by the Titans in Indianapolis taking home a 45 to 26 point victory over the Colts. And, Denard, the Titans were rolling in all three phases of the game. It was just fun to see a complete performance. But before we get started, Denard, how you doing today, man?
1: Davy, I'm doing great. How you doing today, man?
0: After that performance, Denard, I have zero complaints in the world. So <laughs> I, I would love to see that every single game. And I, I know that's not going to happen, but talk about yeah. going into the week riding on such a a cloud 9 performance it is it's going to be shaping up for a good show but did you, did you have a good thanksgiving
1: man i had a great thanksgiving unfortunately i had a stomach ache the next day uh, I eat, ate too, eat much, too pecan much pie yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah you know man i i you know i haven't had a chance to have anything sweet for a while and so i don't know i just overindulge and when i did that man unfortunately when i woke up friday my stomach oh my goodness it was one of the worst feelings in the world so that taught me that I'm a lot older than I look because I'm 47 years old, and I felt like I was 47 years old Friday morning when I woke up. Man, my stomach was killing me. But I'm doing good now, man.
0: Glad glad you're doing better. I mean, th- from from looking at you, you look like you could just hop in there and play corner if we had enough guys to go down.
1: David, let me tell you something. First of all, I'm not getting it. No one's uniform. I wish I was 27 But at 47, I promise you, if I was to get on that field right now and make one cut, and if I go to the right, I promise you my left hamstring would go somewhere else and my right hamstring would go in the other direction. My whole body would fall apart right now. I promise you that is not going to happen.
0: Well, the Titans definitely did not fall apart today, and it was a great win. And before we get started, I want to say, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by betonline.ag. The NFL season is in full swing, and you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at BetOnline. Titans' money line was plus 140. Denard and I both told you, take the Titans. This was going to be a revenge game, and they even exceeded our expectations. But from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So, Denard, as we get ready to tackle breaking down this game, I, I think the place we should start is talking about the Titans offense. We'll then go to the defense and then talk about special teams to kind of wrap things up. The Colts were down a few players on their defense. Nico Autry, defensive end. DeForest Buckner, starting defensive tackle. They were both out. And the Titans really took advantage of them. But when we look at this box score, I mean, you had Tannehill only throw 22 passes, 13 completions there, 221 yards and a touchdown, but he had a rating of 108.3. And then you had Derrick Henry carrying the load, 27 carries, 178 yards, 6.6 average. I mean, the team as a whole, 45 carries, 229 yards. And so, Denard, whenever you are looking at this performance by the Titans, in particular, the offense, like what? What are your main takeaways?
1: Man, first of all, I'm in shock, D. I mean, I thought for a while I was actually asleep, and the score wasn't really any indication of how bad the Colts got beat today. I was literally, I thought I was like sleepwalking all day when I was watching that game. I I literally said to myself, this cannot be happening after what we witnessed in Nashville from that Colts unit. And Derek Henry, I will never call him to D train again. His name, from here on out, I'm going to refer to him as everybody else, as they call him, King Derek. That is exactly the way he played today, was like a king. He should be hoisted right now. If I could pick him up, I would, put him on my shoulders, and I would carry him around the city of Nashville, around here in Dallas. And I would tell everybody, I bask in his ambiance. He's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Derrick, i I'm, uh, I'm sorry about this or basically like I'm sweating him, but he is all of that. The way that he played today was so resilient. He was absolutely magnificent, man. I have never seen a performance from a back in a long time like I witnessed today. He played lights out, 17 carries for 140 yards, and that's in the first half. Yeah, Could you imagine most running backs in the NFL or in college, if you get 140 yards on 17 carries in a game – that's a great game. We're talking about the first half, and, man, he just absolutely looked like a monster. And, D, I want to say this. Today, he made history. Do you know what he did?
0: I mean, I know he yeah. had the three touchdowns, but as far as history goes, uh, are you, I i mean, I, I heard he got over 5,000 yards oh, for his career. Was that, was that yeah, what you were
1: what, for? Yeah, I was until you ruined it, but I'm going to say sorry, this. Man. I'm I was, just, ho- I was hoping to, I, was I would to, get you, you know.
0: I was trying to pull, pull it from the back of my mind. Like, oh, what did I hear today? But yeah, but Just thinking 5, about 000, the company,
1: man. man. Yeah, thinking about the company that he's in. Number one is Eddie George, my old teammate who has over 10,000 yards. Earl Campbell, the Hall of Famer. Chris Johnson. And Derek is fourth off time. Man, that is amazing. And he's only in his fifth season. So imagine this guy hasn't even reached his prime yet. He's just getting going. It can be scary if he stays healthy, what he can do in this league.
0: Denard, you you mentioned those four backs, and I saw, I think it was Good Morning Football was kind of like breaking this down a while back, but when you look at, we'll say, the Mount Rushmore of running backs, the Titans organization leads the way. You can think of some organizations that have had three great backs, but with what Derrick Henry's doing, and you put him in the same sentence as you did with the the other three, I mean, the four running backs that the Oilers and the Titans organization has had is, is the pinnacle of the NFL. Yes. And it, it's, it's great to see, and, and Denard, you started this off by talking about how like you, you felt like you were sleepwalking, you're like, is, is, is this a dream kind of thing? This good friend of the show, Callum, sent this in to me, but this is the most points ever scored by the Titans in a win versus the Colts. With 45 points today, the second highest was only 36, so you broke the record by nine points. And really, the Titans weren't even trying to score that much in the second half. You're like, we we got a really good lead, we can just rush this. Run, run the clock here and get out of here with a win. And so to really have two great offensive performances back-to-back like we saw against the Ravens last week and now the Colts this week, this is good things for the Titans to come. And as you talk about, Denard, the time of year where we are in the grind, we're making sure that you got to get that final push before we get to the playoffs. Titans are hitting that stride really well. And if they can keep it coming, I mean, I, I know the other teams in the AFC right now, when you're looking at the Chiefs and the Steelers, are doing really well. But this Titans team is putting people on notice. Like, hey, they are not to be messed with. They can come in there and they can beat anyone on any given day. This is the
1: way it works. They are 8-3 and three and they are in first place in the AFC South. Okay? Think about it. Going down the stretch, I keep saying this all the time, you are in the meat and potatoes part of the schedule. This is where good teams, they start to distance themselves from other teams. This is where some teams start to fade away. This is what I like about this part of the season, November and December. This is where you're going to find the eventual Super Bowl winner. Why? Because teams that generate momentum going down the stretch, just like Tennessee last year, just like Kansas City did last year, guess what? They usually stay hot going into the playoffs. That's what you want. So if you're Tennessee right now, You're Arthur Smith in that offense, and you click in the way that you're clicking. Guess what you want to do? You want to continue to generate momentum going down the stretch. You want to get stronger and stronger. And today we saw that running game. Woo! We saw that running game get going. And the Colts, that looked like the old Colts of the past. They did not want none. They didn't want none of number 22 today. They didn't didn't want none of that. The king today looked like a man playing with little boys. You know what I'm saying? He Mm -hmm. looked like he was a pro playing against a JV defensive unit today because the Colts did not want to tackle today. They wanted none of that. And that's just the credit, number one. Listen, let's not, let's give credit where credit is due. This offensive line played great today. I'm going to tell you something. Dennis Kelly played lights out. These guys are playing so good that they've, they've developed such a continuity. Even though they've lost Taylor One, they've gotten stronger. And that's what you want for your, your interior, the anchor of the ship to be playing very well. And they're healthy. Again, yeah, of course you lost your best left tackle in the game, Taylor Lewan, But again, you're seeing guys step in and they're playing well. And that's what you like around this time of the year. And they're healthy. That's the key. Can they stay healthy going down the stretch? Because that's the key.
0: Yeah, when you look at the roster and who was inactive today, Adam Humphrey still yet to return from his concussion. Davion Clowney, you still didn't see him out there. The The big thing for me was we missed the backup to Taylor Lewan, who was our starting left tackle, Ty Stamborello, for a couple of weeks. He was out, but David Questenberry stepped That's up, great. and he did a really good job. I mean, it, it was one thing to where we were very fortunate. We were kind of concerned coming into this game whether or not center Ben Jones, starting left guard Roger Saffold were going to be playing. They were both active, and I thought they both had a really good game. I had no complaints with the right side of the line either, Nate Davis, Dennis Kelly. And really, if you can go through a game and you're not hearing the names of the offensive linemen, they're doing a really good job. And so I thought yeah. the Titans, I mean, it was one of those things too where I mentioned Derek had 6.6 yards of carry. This wasn't one of those games where he broke like a 60-yard run for a touchdown to kind of really help skew that average. His longest run was only 31 yards, which Again, that's that's a lot. But at the end of the day, it's not there's that one long touchdown run like we've seen with him in the past. So the fact that he was just able to continually beat down this Colts defense and really, I mean, a lot of the times it just seemed like we we're giving the ball on first and 10 and we were set up in the second and third, second and two type situation. And anytime that's the case, that just gives you options to work with on on down number two, and the Titans just continued to take advantage of it. In the passing game, outside of Corey Davis and A.J. Brown, you didn't really have to get involved with that many other people just because we were running the ball so well. So I'm I am I'm just ecstatic with this performance. I thought Arthur Smith got back to his roots, had a great game, play calling, and the team just executed whenever they had the opportunity.
1: Yeah, i, I tell you, today was just a very gutty performance. Let me just say this, for any of you football connoisseurs When you watch this game today, anybody that knows this game, like inside and out, and I've been able to study it for a long time, what Arthur Smith did today, and I love what Charles Davis said, listen, when you got two teams that just played each other about, what, not even two weeks ago, you can't really game plan. They know each other well, okay? So what you do is basically say, I'm just going to line up, and can you stop me, okay? Okay. That's just the way it is when you play a team the second time in your division. You don't have you don't have a all that you know all that time to-, to try to put into something put something in new. That's not going to happen. So what they did today is they lined up in what I call a old school I formation. I counted about ten or fifteen times. If you look at Derek's, a lot of his not so much long runs, but when he was getting somewhere between five and ten yards of carry, look at. He went in an I formation, an I formation typically in the NFL is where you got a fullback and a tailback. It's the old school uh, offense that USC used to run with O.J. Simpson, uh, Charles White, Marcus Allen, where they just line up and just go right at you. You know, they don't try to fool you. And that's exactly the way that they play today. They didn't try to do anything cute, nothing fancy. They just went right at the coach's defense. Unlike the first time that they played, you remember in the third and nine or the third and one where they tried to do the rollout, you know, in a play action. That wasn't, they wasn't doing that today because that's what got them beat the first time. So they just basically just lined up and say, huh, we're just going to come right at you. If you can stop it, you can stop it. If not, we're going to continue to run it. And that's exactly what they did today. And that's called ground and pound. And at this time of year, that's what you have to have you got to have a ground-and-pound mentality because when you can do teams the way that they did the Colts today, when you can dominate up front, then that will always give you a chance to win on Sunday, Thursday, or Monday night. That will always give you an opportunity to be successful in this game.
0: Yeah, and I just, to kind of finish off on the offensive side of the ball, I loved how the Titans operated in the final, really the second half of the second quarter where, I mean, we had 21 points in the final six minutes and 15 seconds of the second quarter. So anytime you could see, and even as we're going back to it, I mean, the Titans went for it on fourth down down there where you thought they were going to punt, took a timeout. You found Corey Davis deep. And that style of, you know what, we're just going to kind of lay it all out on the line. We're going to make sure that this is pretty good position to where I think we can get it with our offense and how they've been executing all the plays today. And got us right down there in a goal line situation. Everyone's like, oh, man. Here we go. We got to stop Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill did it last week against the Ravens. But just does that little quarterback option read and just walks into the end zone untouched. Quarterback read option. I said that a little yeah. weird, but yeah. Um. So, but Denard as, as we switch sides of the ball and we're talking about this defense. The one stat that stands out to me, and then I'll I'll get your thoughts on it, was the Titans did a really good job in third down. Third downs, the Colts only converted. Make sure I get this right. Five of thirteen. So. Where we've talked about this team where they're letting people convert over 50%. There for a time it was over 60% of their third downs. Today's performance gives me hope for this team moving forward. D,
1: I'm so glad now we have transitioned to the defensive side of the ball because let me just say this. The Colts were 1 of 6 in the first half. 1 of 6. Actually, the start of the third quarter, they were actually 1 of 7 because they stopped them on the first series. Uh, in the third quarter. And the only reason that they were able to get a first down is because Desmond King was called for a pass interference, which ended up basically negating the play where the defense was able to get off the field. This was an absolutely remarkable performance because we have been getting on this team all year about them being dead last and getting off the field on third down. And today on third down, they play Lights Out. Now I want to give a fat shout out, D, to someone.
0: Can I I'm guess first? Give you a name. Can I guess
1: first? Yes. Oh, you ain't going I promise you, you will not get this right.
0: Breon Borders.
1: Okay. You got part of it right, but I wasn't gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm tell you something, D. You must be uh, you got a camera hidden in my house or something, man. I'm gonna have to talk to you later. Just, just checking your I notes actually,
0: before you actually just read them on air now, no, man. I...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to give you a name. Thiers Tart.
0: Mm, okay.
1: On the D air tart, big man played well today. Showed up. He played lights out. I really want to give him a fat, a fat shout out. I thought he played well, but yeah, I want to definitely say Breon borders. You get the game ball today because listen, me and Davey, Davey Hudson, not really me, but I'm going to say this is that we called out the secondary for pretty much first part of the season, how bad they were playing on third down, giving up explosive plays we talked about the move of them cutting Jonathan Joseph and bringing in Desmond King. Will this be like a resurgence in that back half? And then I'll say with, with the acquisition of Desmond King that this will give that defensive unit, I guess this is what's going to put them over the edge. This is really what's going to give that secondary, that oomph, I like to call it that oomph, it's going to give them a little bit of momentum that, you know what, because we've got a guy in here that was a pro bowler in 2018, We know that he can play, so he's definitely going to help this unit. But what Desmond has done is he has elevated the play of the guys that literally we were calling out at first. You know what I'm saying? And so now, as I said last week about Amani Hooker getting the game ball, I'm giving the game ball to every defensive guy that played a snap today. Okay? Harold Landry played lights out. He made some great plays in the passing game. He got a sack today. Jeffrey Simmons, Jeffrey Simmons was just being Jeffrey Simmons disruptive, basically making Philip run all over the field, making him do things that he didn't want to do today. We saw Philip, he wasn't in his comfort zone. We saw the same Philip that we saw against Jacksonville where he just wasn't comfortable. He was just throwing the ball up, just basically saying, listen, I got to get rid of this thing because this defense is on me. It looks like every time that Philip went back to throw, it was almost like the, our line basically just they were already in the backfield. It was like every time the, the, the line was collapsing on their side of the ball. And anytime you're able to generate that kind of, kind of momentum, it will always give you a chance to be successful on the defensive side of the ball when a quarterback cannot get comfortable. I don't care how good you are. We saw that last week with Lamar. He couldn't get comfortable because Jeffrey and Harold was on him. So they was making him do things that he didn't want to do. And so that makes it easier for the back half because guess what? You saw where Phillip just threw it up to Breon. He was just really just trying to get rid of the ball so he wouldn't get hit. And I just thought the way that he played, he had a big – he got beat on one play, but it was how he came back. And that's what I love about really good defensive backs. I'm telling you something. This young man, only in his second year out of Duke, he's the real deal. How many times this year, especially in the last three weeks, have we – We've been seeing number 39 all over the field playing lights out. He's not giving up any explosive plays. He's only getting better. So I know we don't have a Dory Jackson, but guess what? In a Dory's absence, you got a lot of young guys that are playing lights out. So congratulations to the secondary. Congratulations to this linebacking core. And congratulations to Tierra Tark, Harold Landry, Jeffrey Simmons, and that defensive line. They play lights out, and I'm giving a game ball to, if it was 15 guys that played a snap, Will Compton played great. We lost Jayon, but we didn't miss a beat because again, Will played great, got that defense lined up. So I'll say kudos to the defensive side of the ball. Every single one of you guys get a game ball, but I just, in particular, I want to say Breon Borders, you played lights out. You was wilding. congratulations. Defensive side of the ball, you guys played great. And yeah. two sacks.
0: Yeah, I was actually going to, Bring that up. I know, Denard, you and I were talking about that before we got recording earlier. And, you know, the Colts had done the best in the NFL as far as limiting the amount of sacks by opposing defenses. And the Titans were able to get two today, where when we've watched this team in the past, like they've really struggled to get pressure on the quarterback. And I, I thought, like you said, they were kind of in the backfield all day. They made Phillip, especially in the second half, really have to think about where he was going to throw it. And he was just constantly under duress. And, Again, that's all, that's all you can ask for your D is to make the quarterback uncomfortable and to really come up big on third downs. And I thought the Titans did a great job of that. The only thing, and, and Breon, he, he got back at it, but I, I know he wishes he could have that one playback. It would have been a pick six. It hit him right between the three and the nine. But yeah. overall, great performance by that defense today, uh, limiting the Colts to 14 in the first half. And I mean, they, they really held their own throughout. And as we, we've talked about with this Titans team on the offensive side of the ball, if, if we can get 30, we're winning the game, and that continued today. And, and so, Denard, we transition now to the part of this team, the side of the ball that has really plagued us at times this year. But we had a standout performance from the special teams today. It was great having all-pro punter Brett Kern back in the game, and he really, yes. every time he had an opportunity, he was pinning them deep. Great to see there. We even, he scared me. He scared me, Denard, but I, I got to bring it up. Steven missed the kick. Fortunately, he missed the kick. He missed the kick, but there was a false start, and so as we've talked about, it's like we got to keep making it a longer kick for him for him to hit it. And so, whenever uh, they moved it back, he actually was successful. And so, technically, he goes down one for one on the Uh, 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 prize today.
1: I'm gonna get on you for that. See there, we for the fight now. (laughs) Uh, We for the fight now. Hold up, you've been out. We for a fight now. Now, you've been getting on Steven Gostowski all year. Now, I told you, I am going to take his side. Now, the kick before that, they yeah, there was a penalty, but they also um, blew the whistle. So, basically, they were trying to ice him a little bit. So, they moved it back five yards. And, yeah, he was automatic. He tried to miss that. First of all, he tried to miss that. Oh, he, he intentionally I called that? him the other day and told him what yeah, you he said. Just
0: shank it to the left. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, hey, man, this – Coach Aukerman, you know, about three weeks ago, I'm not going to lie, I was like, listen, special team coach, he, I don't know what he's bathing in, but he, he better, he's in hot water. And today we saw where A- A.J. basically on the onside kick, what was the kicker thinking? You know you got to kick it on the ground. Please, kickers, don't kick the ball. I've been on both sides of that make sure the ball stays on the ground and don't get that hump. Because guys like these receivers, like A.J. with great hands, they can basically grab that thing and just just take off. And that basically kind of sealed the deal, put 45 points up. But that was kind of like it really signified how the Colts' day was going. It was just absolutely great for us, and it looked bad for them. And it was almost identical when the Colts was in Nashville, I was thinking that, It looked great for the Colts, bad for Tennessee, and then it was like the tides turned. It looked horrible for the Colts and great for Tennessee. So, again, congratulations, man. Special teams played great. Brett Kern was just absolutely phenomenal. But he's just Brett Kern. That's what makes him such a great pro. He just – you expect that from him.
0: I I didn't read off his his stats, but, I mean, he had four punts, all four were down in the 20. You can't ask for much more than that. So And and Goskowski, as we talked about, he made his one field goal with six of six on extra points. So. 100% 100% for the day, and even Kalief Raymond, like, Denard, I, I feel like you and I do a better job compared to most people as far as understanding how big of a role-filled position actually matters, but Khalif on four returns in the punt game had 52 yards, averaged 13 yards a, t- a return, and so anytime you're able to kind of help your team get an extra 10 yards right there, and as we saw, the Titans were able to take advantage of almost every offensive possession they had, especially in the first half, so it just it allows the team to put them in a position to succeed. And so to top, top it all off, you had A.J. Brown picking that one, running it 42 yards for a touchdown. And, hey, it's, it's hard to beat that. It was just a beautiful cherry on top for what was a great performance across the board for the Tennessee Titans against the Colts today. And I, I loved it, man. I just absolutely did. It makes me feel great. And, Denard, the the next thing I wanted to talk about before, or as we kind of wrap up, Right now, when you look at the AFC race for the playoffs, this was great. You mentioned it earlier. Titans are in sole position of first place in the AFC South. The big thing right now has to, or stems around what is going to happen with the Ravens in the Steelers game. That game was initially supposed to take place on Thursday, which was Thanksgiving. It was going to be the, the final game of the day. Due to COVID test, uh, or positive test for the Ravens, that game got pushed back. It is now scheduled to take place on Tuesday but the Ravens continue to have players turn up with positive diagnosis. I mean, I think I heard they're up to 20 players at this point, including Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, I mean, Mark Mark Andrews, Andrews, like on the defensive side of the ball, it's a lot of guys as well. I right now do not see this game getting played, and if that is the case, there are no other bye weeks. And so from my understanding, if that game does not happen, there is talks that they might try to move the playoffs back a week and have that game take place. I don't see that being the case. Personally, what I think would happen, and from what I'm hearing from other people, is that the playoff, the 8-seed playoff format that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, looks like that will go into account if the Ravens and the Steelers do not play this game. So, with that being the case, honestly, I think that might be the best thing for the Titans, because no one's getting a bye there. And we know the Titans aren't going to catch the Steelers, or they're going to catch the Chiefs whenever it comes to getting a buy. even though they're three games behind the Steelers. Steelers hold the tiebreaker. Chiefs two games behind them. Not sure how the tiebreaker situation would go there. But if, if everyone's kind of on a level playing field there, Titans, that they're going to be hosting a game if they continue to win the AFC South. But it's just one of those things to where it's, it's getting interesting to see how this is going to turn out. But for this win today, you also had the Raiders take a loss. You had the, oh gosh, who else was it? We had another big t- uh, the, Do- well, the Dolphins ended up winning. But the uh, the Colts also, that sets them back a little bit. The Ravens, whenever they do play the Steelers, if it's within the next week, they're getting beat. Like, that's going to be an absolute beatdown just with the amount of people that the Ravens are missing. And so when you look at kind of what's happening, it's it's shaping up very well for the Titans whenever it comes to getting into the playoffs. And right now, I feel confident that the Titans are in. Like, they're, they're statistically not a lock right now, but I'm willing to say with how, what we've seen them play like the last two weeks, like the Titans are going to be in the playoffs, and I feel confident in that assessment.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, look at their schedule going down. Um I mean, going down the stretch. I mean, you got Cleveland coming in next week. You got Jacksonville. Very favorable schedule when you look at it. But as a player, I'll be honest with you. You don't look at it. The, you don't look look at it like that. And what I mean by that is, is every game is the most important game. So what you do is you leave what we just discussed to individuals like us that yeah, that's, that's for us. What was yeah. the scenario? But as a player, what you do is you realize. That right now, I'm going to go home and I'm going to enjoy this victory. And then when it comes Tuesday or Wednesday, when the, when the work week starts, I prepare for Cleveland as if this is a playoff game. Every game that you're going to play from here on out, you got to think about it. The next five weeks, this is a playoff format, okay? So I, the, right now, the most important game, as Greg Williams used to always say, the most important game that you will play in this league is the next game, okay? Because if you let up, you have a great performance the last two weeks, and you let your foot off the pedal, guess what happens? We saw that against Minnesota. That was no gimme. We saw that against Jacksonville. That was no gimme. We saw that against Houston. That was no gimme. Those games could have gone either way. So what you want to do is enjoy this time, enjoy this game, have fun, do what you do, stay safe, protect yourselves, but realize that when you come to work on Tuesday or Wednesday or Wednesday usually is when we get ready uh, for the work week. The most important game is protecting your home front and getting ready for the Cleveland Browns. Cause what you don't want to do is let up and let some team like Cleveland come in. Cause this is a good team when they get going, or well, they get a little, little streaky, you know, what can happen, man. They can actually put up some points. They got that quarterback Baker Mayfield. I'm just saying he's a Texan from Oklahoma, by the way, with the OU, you know what happens when he gets going. So again, just take care of your business, and if you do what you're supposed to do, then you will put yourself in a position where you don't have to worry about Pittsburgh, Baltimore, or anybody else. You take care of your business.
0: Well, Zard, like, I mean, you're talking about Cleveland, that game coming up next. We will be here to break that down, let you know everything that you need to for that upcoming matchup, but that is going to wrap it up for us today. Again, been a fun show, talking about a big win. I hope that we continue to do that each and every week all the way to the Super Bowl this year. But either way, we will have you covered for no matter what happens for the Titans. But for Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along. To keep up with all the latest titans information on twitter at belief titans that's b-l-e-a-v-t-i-t-a-n-s and hey if you're interested in advertising on the show please contact believe at believe.com for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus